Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Roadblocks on The Amazing Race are pretty challenging. And every time there's been a clue that was a clue, it was a clue! There are people who think that we thought that was the real queen, you guys. Because I looked like a bear on a tricycle in the circus. One of my biggest fears walking into this race was that I would let my husband down. I love Phil. The... Old people, Kim and Penn, are worried about this thing called the coronavirus because I would ask anybody. Did that guy just call you old? And the answer is yes. yes. The I streets just, of London are firm. He's like kick ass out there because you can't let the young people have all the fun. Right. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Am I allowed to go back? Bloop, 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 bloop. everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And this is a special edition, you can see us if you're watching us on YouTube, of the Holderness Family Podcast. If you're listening where you normally hear your podcast. That's okay. That's okay too, but we are doing a special Amazing Race recap edition on our YouTube vlog channel so you can check out the video if that's something that interests you. Yeah, we are recording this on the morning of January the 6th. It is less than 10 hours after the completion of the premiere of of The Amazing Race. Season 33, episode one and two. We're going to recap it here. What you saw, what you didn't see, and a lot of emotion, you guys. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> let's just start with, like, what's going on right now. We want to get this out as quickly as we can. I just had a 10-minute allergic attack, so if my voice sounds stuffy or my eyes look puffy, you may not know this, I'm allergic to mornings. Usually we like, <laughs> give it a second after that, but uh, but we got to get this out there as soon as possible. That's, that's not... As important as the next bit, which was that my sweet, loving, amazing wife, who you're going to hear how great she is as this podcast goes on, couldn't get to sleep last night. I think I am an empath and I we'd been kind of cringing, waiting for episode two to air because I by the way, they, there are some mistakes we made that they didn't even show. Right. I made them, too. And this was a very tough leg for us. And I was just bracing myself for that. And then so after, you know, we were 
we're going to go through everything. Mm-hmm. I just, I was still holding that anxiety and it was, a, it was three in the morning last night and my heart was still wow. racing. That is not like you. Like you usually are asleep by 10 o'clock, honey. I know. I'm an early bedtime kind of girl. So let's get through it. Let's start. Opening scene, you see well, you know, there's a phone device that they hand us and Phil pops up. Uh, we didn't know where we were going and we hear Phil on our cell phone to tell us to go to London, England. Yeah, and and we get up and we go. Like they did an amazing job putting this together and editing it and getting it all through. But they show us getting out of a car in Charlotte. It says Charlotte on it's the Raleigh. Um, it was actually Raleigh, but it makes sense because we did end up making our way to Charlotte. And I will just say that I think the hardest part of the race for me was saying goodbye to my kids. Yeah, and they show us kind of hugging in the front yard and getting in and knowing I wouldn't see or talk to my kids. For what I thought for 30 days, we're going to get for that in a second. You could see, you know, I was trying so hard to be like, yay, we're going. And you could see the tears in my eyes Yeah, because I, I, this bucket list, this has been on our bucket list. I wanted to do it, but two things can be true. I wanted to do it and I had children I was leaving behind and all those voices and all those anxieties of like, you're a middle-aged mom. What do you think you're going to do? These are like actual heroes and professional athletes. Like, why would you think you could compete with them? So I had that going like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Your kids need you. They need you home, not on a TV show. And so that was going with, I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. And then there were tears in my eyes. Just a flood of emotions, right? Yeah. I mean, in, in, you said two things could be true. I think a hundred things were true on that day. There were so many things going on that we were, that, that were going through our minds. You mentioned that Part of it was you wondering whether or not you belong there. And we both had that thought because by the time, I mean, this is something that I think you figure out as the race goes on, but right around that time, we were starting to figure out some of the people who we were racing against. And we met Raquel and and Kayla right away in the Charlotte airport, love. And I've listened to enough podcasts and read enough about the race that the people you meet on that first flight become your people. And they didn't show this, but we met Sam and Connie as right. well. Yeah, Sam and Connie are, It's it, and just in case you guys, we, we obviously went through this, so we're going to try to explain this as well as we can. Sam and Connie, uh, Sam is the football coach who basically adopted a boy in his town who didn't really have a home and ended up not only being his dad, but coaching him and getting him to go to West Point. And he's now the starting tight end for Army football, which is amazing. So we're hearing this story that he tells us. We knew that Anthony and Spencer were on the race because during kind of the audition week, we recognized them. We knew the singing cops were going to be there. These like beacons of hope for the city of Buffalo. We knew that Akbar and Sherry were going to be and there. We, that was the most amazing story, seen, in my opinion. So we felt like some imposter syndrome like yeah. we felt like the the least impressive people on here everybody had been on oprah or ellen yeah for being really amazing human beings i mean I, I just spencer and anthony they were actually right. they clint eastwood made a movie about them starring them starring them yeah, pretty cool about they stopped a terrorist attack so we f- we had some imposter syndrome right. right away, and we met Raquel and Kayla. And I, you see in the episode, I'm like, "Tell me everything about yourself." <laughs> and they're like, "We're just flight attendants." And no, they're not just flight attendants; they're amazing. That sort of puts you at ease, though. I, I remember like, I remember when you realized that. And look, I, Raquel, Raquel and Kayla may be watching this. It's we we love those guys; they're amazing. But just the fact that they were kind of I'm normal. like, "Were you on Ellen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you on Oprah?" 
You're, okay, okay. So we're I so like okay. At least two teams haven't been on Oprah. Right. I just love those girls and had a chance to connect with them and get to know them and no alliances necessarily, but I right. felt this very maternal instinct of like, if we had a chance to help them, I would. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, as I'm watching the show, a lot of it's syncing up with what I remembered. There's some things that happened uh, that they didn't show. There's also some things that I didn't remember that were on TV. Really the most revelationary part was, even though we kind of got to know these people as the race was going on, we never really, they, they didn't really brag about themselves. So they had these vignettes at the beginning where they tell their stories. We just talked a little bit about Anthony and Spencer. I So Akbar and Sherry, I, I relate to Akbar because I'm six foot six, mm-hmm. but the first vignette comes up and the, there he is holding his hand with Oprah in the middle of his school um, because Oprah had come and been inspired by this program that Akbar did that basically he, he kept the school open during oh at-risk times in an inner city in Jersey. He also, one thing they don't really talk about in the uh, show, he put laundry machines in the schools to make sure that kids who felt ashamed to go to school because their clothes were dirty had a place where they could do their laundry. It's just like really common sense stuff. And he is so cool. And I'm watching that and Kim, Kim kept looking at me and saying, we make funny videos. I was like, we make, what are we doing? We make funny videos. And there's, I mean, there are enough people. I mean, it's the internet. So enough people are like, why are those stupid people on there? They're so cringy. I'm I, like, don't I know. Them. I know. I know. We I don't, suck. We, I'm also. What cringy. are we doing here? Okay. So, so that's, I wanted to just say all that to, to really like kind of dive into the fact that you were feeling that as you were getting yeah. in the cab and the race was we, starting like what are we doing here we yeah so um game on it was we land in london and it was go so you see this scene of us all running to catch to catch a cab what they don't show and i hope we don't get in trouble for saying this is everybody fell i did not oh, we did not yeah. so we were running and I was like, slow and steady, Sherry and I in the back. Yeah, but and there was a dip. There was a dip and everybody fell and they didn't show, so they didn't show that. I well, was like, that yeah. was the funniest part. It was like, a, if you've ever watched the Tour de France and there's a Peloton and if the guy in the front falls, no one has time to correct because they're all drafting so close to each yeah. other. So one person fell, I think it was Caro. I think it was Caro. And by the way, Caro's so fast. So fast. Um, but you know, no one knew what this dip was. And so you see, like from we're from the back. You see from the back, it's, it's like, like a wave of falling people. And thank God it was all the the young people. I know it was like the young, fast people who were in front. So they got right back up. If I had fallen like Caro fell, I would still be on that ground. Like they would still be putting me back together. So we had a, a, an amazing cab driver got us to Trafalgar square. And you guys, we see Raquel and Kayla get out. We see, we were looking, we were meant to look for a phone booth, a red phone booth. (laughs) It's like a dude in a phone booth. It's literally a costume people. And the amazing race loves a guy in a costume. And looking for a clue, we see Raquel and Kayla head. We see them like scaling this wall. I had to go down a little bit because I didn't feel safe. It was like an eight foot drop. Right away, we jump a wall, like parkour. It was like parkour. I was like, holy crap, we are in the amazing race. Yeah. Like when Here, I, when here's I, why Kim says this, because Kim is Susie's safety in, in most situations. Like we, and it's why we're all alive. Right? And I was like, oh my gosh. But we're on the amazing race now. I need to jump over this wall. So we scaled this wall. I was super impressed. And we got each 
each phone booth man only had two clues. And I was proud of you because Ray and Caro jumped up and you were like, no, back. We got it. We Which got it. Which is not like me. I know. I'm, I am the most Southern person. Like if you see me at a four-way stoplight. It's just like, no, you go. I'm just going to hang there until literally every, and it actually drives people nuts because I'm when I'm supposed to go, I don't. I know. It is Can, annoying. Let me, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in here and just because I'm going to add a little bit of extra perspective. Kim, if we're walking down the street and I could cut like through five feet of somebody's grass to yeah. save like 600 yards of walking, she still would make me walk 600 yards Don't to get around that grass. She is she is the rule follower of all rule followers when it comes to traversing public and or private property. Yeah. So the fact that we jumped over the wall, I didn't really think about that. That is not like you. I'm, I'm really, it, it was it. You could write a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it could I be was called proud the, of the Wall We Scale. The Wall by, We Scale by Kim Holderness. It's a very short book. We're, it, so it's, we, we're done. The so book's we, over. We get the clue. We are supposed to head to Buckingham Palace, the Canada Gate. Yeah. And again, something we learned right away and flew out the window. And I have my notes. Here. Oh, here, yeah. While, while you're looking at your notes, I'm going to also say, when we knew we were going to be in England. Right. That you guys saw the cell phone was there. Mm -hmm. And so but we didn't we had to put our phones away as soon as they sent us that note. That wasn't our phone. Yeah. So basically, Phil had the message that said head to London, England. We had some time. You are allowed to try to gather as much information as you can when you can, as long as you don't have a phone. We were able to access the Internet through I think it was like an online cafe in an airport. And we tried to memorize downtown London because we thought something was going to be going on there. Totally useless. Did not help. But no. we're, do you, you remember that, right? Yeah. We were like, okay, no. let's. Yeah. And then we'd also been there a couple of a months ago and we tried to buy memory, like draw this little underground map on our book. It was no, a it terrible was useless. map. Yeah. So we get directions and we start running this leg had so much running. Yeah. And again, running. you guys sent us a lot of questions. One of them is, when did you pee? We didn't. No. And we had just come off a long flight where I'm like, I need to be hydrated, guys. I really needed to pee. It was a lot of running. So from Trafalgar Square to this certain gate of uh, Buckingham Palace, we got we, we got there pretty directly. I think one of the lessons we learned on this leg is we stopped to ask for directions too many times. And every time you stop to ask for directions... Yeah. The, the photographers, they need to get a release just to be like, just in case they use them on film or on, on the TV show, they need to get a, you know, a, an appearance release so that it's, it's a few minutes. And yeah. we did that too often, but it was fine. We Let's, got there. Here's why we did it too often. I'm going to do my impression of me and Kim Both trying to ask for directions. Kim is going to play the person who's giving the directions. Okay. Are you, you going to have a British accent? No. Oh God, no, that's offensive. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Sir, sir, sir. I'm sorry. Can you know how to get to Buckingham Palace? Where's Buckingham Palace? It's right there. Just take a left. And then right. And then two blocks. And then you run about a mile. And then we like we just ran and all we heard was take a left. And then there was a left, a right. They're trying to be as specific as possible, and they're talking as slowly as they can. And we only would listen to the first half of it. So then 200 more yards down the street, we're starting to second-guess ourselves when we were supposed to turn. And we were unsure, and then we'd stop and ask somebody else. We didn't take our time to either write down. We didn't write down what they told us. Yeah. To start, right? So we get there. We get the clue. We're, still, we, we're feeling fine. We're feeling fine. But at that point, we had run 
a lot. Yeah. And we had seen how fast Raquel and Kayla, Spencer and Anthony, Dusty and Ryan, like they were faster than they us. were faster than us. Yeah. So we we had decided coming in. We have a Google Doc. Maybe one day we'll share with you the types of. So if you've never watched the Amazing Race before, there's a detour. So that's something that as a team you do. This is such so, a Kim preparation so, type A thing. By so the way, they, you. you know, you will choose between one of two tasks. Okay, as a team that you will complete. We were like, we are never going to do the judged task. We're never going to do the task where you're building something. We are going to just depend on our own two feet because I trust us. I trust our physical ability. We've, we're middle-aged, but we have trained for this. We are, we are never going to put something together. We're, we're never going to do the judged things. And the, a lot of that was based on the fact that we trained really hard and we thought we were going to be in the top percentile as far as speed and physical ability um, why did we think that? Why did we think we're that? We're 20 years older than a lot of the people on this race. Why did we think that we were going to be faster than army, like than people who like stopped terrorists know. on a train and had box cutter scars in the back of their necks? So we, um, I quickly saw that the Digi Ben task was more running, and I was like, "Honey, I can't. We can't keep up with them." Which was against your initial. I, so right yeah. away, we went against what we our plan and just to speed things along here because this is two uh, this is two hours of amazing race we chose this art task yeah oh on the way to the art task we got lost yeah again the only reason we found it was because we ran into another team who let us basically follow them to the door and, but just... that being said everybody they didn't show this part everybody got lost because yeah. the at the street london is like famously those little side streets are famously confusing right and the address wasn't Right. So everybody got lost finding it. So I'm going to give ourselves a pass on that. So we get into this art task and the clue said, you just have to assemble this piece of art correctly. Right. And it didn't say you were building a puzzle. It didn't say anything like that. So this artist, actor, person just says, here's what you do. You, you slather like this wallpaper paste. He, he didn't say anything. He had, there were no words. He, he like, it, he pantomimed it. Right. And he then he put up. it up yep. and then he slapped it again. And again, the clue just said, you have to assemble it. You have to assemble it correctly or something like that. So it didn't say there was a puzzle. I, I will say within four seconds, we put up like half of a paper and I was like, this is too easy. Well, it, let, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump in here. It wasn't we, it was me. Okay. So, uh, because you, uh, I was the one who started slapping it up there. Oh. I had no idea what I was doing. I just thought maybe, like, if I get started, I'll figure it out. It's, it's sort of how I, I work with Legos. I just, like, pour them out and I start looking at pieces. Kim is someone who probably would look at the directions. So, I'm giving you some credit here because I started slapping it on there. And they, I'm glad they showed this in the race. Kim looked at it and immediately was like, Ben, what are you doing? Um, I don't think we can just start slapping it up there. And so we together stopped. And then you quickly figured out this. Uh, one thing I love that you figured out was you figured this out because you'd watched The Amazing Race so many times. Well, and that's and this is going to lead to our the next episode is we were we are very we were very, very, very prepared. We are longtime fans. We'd seen every episode. But in preparation for this, I rewatched and I made a Google Doc of like why people lost on certain tasks. And I was like so prepared. So I knew yeah. the amazing race doesn't just have you slap things on a wall. But it if was it wasn't for you to stop me, there's a chance that 
I would have gone on for a little while. And, <laughs> just and so we, stuff on the and wall. You could see each other's stations from there. So I think the fact that we figured it out, the other people coming in could possibly see what we were doing, which is fine. We we got that, I have to say, very not quickly. It would took some it took some work, but it was a big huge pain in the butt. But we got it done pretty quickly. I yeah, was very impressed. Uh, so uh, uh, quickly, yeah, relative. It was a puzzle with pe- with very flimsy pieces of paper that you had to put together and then very exactly put on a wall. And there was probably like a ten minute to fifteen minute delay moving them around a little bit because they they were tiny little micro spaces. It once you figured out that it was a puzzle, it was just a matter of of putting it together and and knowing that it was a bunch of union jacks together. And if you've never, if you didn't see the episode, it made this very avant-garde union jack flag with like fireworks in the background. So, so the fact that you didn't have anything and you didn't have like a puzzle box to look at. So it was, there was some difficulty. I'll add, if you didn't see the episode, I really feel sorry for you because a lot of this doesn't make any sense. Probably, you probably, you probably seen the episode if you're watching this. If not, I'm really proud of you for like sticking through all of this. So So good job. We, I, I feel like we got through that task. We saw all those other teams there. And by the way, there was only so many stations available. I think there was only six stations available. So we, again, that was something else. Like if there's only a certain number of stations available, we won't choose that task. We're such idiots. So we got out of there. And I think they showed this out of sequence. You see me at some point, we like ask for directions. And then I'm like, okay, give me a kiss. Because I was like, I think we're safe. We had seen we had seen Mike and Mo just slap things on and they didn't show this. I was trying to like get their attention like, guys, you don't like this is not you're not doing it right. So I they, knew. they were kind of in the weeds. They didn't turn their heads. I remember they, that. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to be like, guys, no, like, yeah. it's it's a thing. So I felt like, you know what, babe, I asked for a kiss. I'm like, we're not going home today because there's it's going to take them forever to do that. I mean. I was fine with the kiss. I love the kiss. It's funny that Kim uh, has has talked about this several times. She's just stunned that she would have done that. It's just not really her thing that she does. But there was like a level of exhilaration. And also, we're, we didn't know what was happening on the other detour. There was a chance at that point because we were the first ones to leave. So that feeling like, oh, dang, we could be in first that that happens anytime that there's another detour going on somewhere else you could be in for you always do this in your head or at least i do the the best possible place we could be is first the worst possible place we could be is fifth right? right so we do that math in our head and that is a good feeling because on that first leg winning it is great but on that first leg man just don't, just don't lose that is the losing the first leg you talk to anybody who's run the race before you think about it, you do all this preparation and you're there for a day. So I know it's, it's, it, but somebody has to go home first. Of course, it's, no, someone always goes home first. So I think this is also, we had some learnings, but, and it was interesting watching. So we get out of that art task and you had to go get like an, a nosh with the queen and we asked somebody for the directions and it was about a mile and a half. And the guy we got directions from said, you know, there were so many one way streets around here it is more direct to run. It's like one mile straight, 
take a right on this street, go for three blocks, take a left. The, he goes, if you could run it. Who is it who told us that? The guy in the street. You're right. When yeah. we asked for directions. Yeah. And, yeah. He and, said, don't get a cab. That's right. He's like, don't get a cab. There's too many one-way streets. It's too confusing. So that's why we came. We had ran a mile and a half-ish with our backpacks that were very full because it was winter. And that's why when we show up to greet the queen and Boris Johnson, we're a sweaty mess. By the way, on Facebook, you guys, there's people like, these idiots think they're actually meet, meeting the queen. No, no, you guys. The, the Amazing Race loves people Do you think I costumes. would have kissed uh, the queen. queen Elizabeth? Do you think they would let a sweaty mom in athleisure greet the queen? Yeah. Guys, we're just, we were Do like playing along. Do you think that along. Boris Johnson actually wears a bicycle, bicycle. helmet in a, in while a eating dinner? Come on. It's it's okay. We you know were what? playing along. Yeah. We were playing along. And so I was like, oh, Facebook. Oh, f- sweet Facebook. Well, it's Facebook. So I love Facebook. Yeah. So so we had run there. And part of me thinks like, oh, if we had taken a cab, maybe we could have been first. But so we get the clue and it's the first pit stop. And let me tell you, getting the clue that said head to your first pit stop. It means you're almost done confirming that on this first leg, we weren't going to go home. I remember that elation. We got a cab pretty quickly. We get there and we knew, I knew we were in fourth because they had scoot Raquel and Kayla, Dusty Ryan. Like they came in first, like Spencer and Anthony, Dusty and Ryan, Raquel and Kayla just bossed this. Right. And they, they were there. I saw them like scooting them out the door as yeah. We oh, yeah. As we were going in, because then you had to, you had to, to clear the mat out. They had kind of cleared it, it out, so I knew I was like, "Oh, we're fourth, but whatever." Yeah. I, I, let, can we go back a little bit yeah. um, and just talk about watching the show last night? Because what happens is you don't really realize until you watch the show, or unless you talk to somebody who was on the race, whether or not you picked the right detour. Oh, yeah. And I know that Kim mentioned that like these guys are really fast. There's no way we're going to catch them if it's a foot race. Like we should have done this art thing. I remember that night as soon as we found out we were fourth and um, and then we watched it and then we talked to them about it. That, that the, the race has this way of editing time like an accordion. It can seem like it's really long when it's really short. It can seem like it's really short when it's incredibly long. That when we talked to Anthony and Spencer after the race, they said it took them about 10 minutes to get to all those places. It looked like a lot of different spots and they all kind of looked far away. Like their cab ride was two minutes when they were in the cab. And everywhere they stopped, it was pretty easy to find the person that you were looking for. Like you go into the subway station and there's the DJ. So we did afterwards, I mean, because Kim and I are always going to- Overthink. Yeah, and there's more about that real soon. We, we, We stopped- and we talked about it and we're like, maybe we should have trusted our gut, trusted our gut and gone with the other one. I don't know. I think we may have finished the exact same place, yeah. but we wouldn't have had to put that puzzle together. I um, I have to say, believe it or not, I mean, given what we did last night, we do take directions well. I, I did know what a Bobby was. It's a police officer. We would have been okay. We, I do know what Big Ben looks like. We would have been um, we would have been fine with that. I was too intimidated and I doubted myself physically, but whatever, we were fourth. It didn't matter. We could have also made a uh, quote from European vacation. Look, kids. Big Ben. Big Ben. Big Ben. Parliament. Parliament. Um, Did you just steal my pen? I did. You were clicking it and it was like, I know. Is that bugging you? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I mean, you've got your computer and everything. I've got a pen. I'm just for notes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there was a, a tremendous 
amount of relief. And then after each leg, we kind of looked at each other, like, what did we learn? And I think we learned that to trust the plan, but that plan quickly went out the window because right away, episode two, I mean, we got about four, we have five, six hours. So by the time we ended to the time we started, we had like five, six hours of sleep and then we start the second leg. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up child care in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Now, the second leg, we're going to talk about it a little bit differently. We may gloss over some of it. <laughs> no. Uh, but so, the, if all right. They were very complimentary of me. They were. I'm actually very grateful that they chose to keep in a part where I was explaining ADHD and how it can help you when you encounter a, a something right in front of you that's a specific task and i talked about hyperfocus hyperfocus is a phenomenon where you become fixated on something and it is part of adhd it's part of the autism spectrum disorder it is usually seen as a negative when you say you've got hyperfocus it's like when you're someone with adhd you're trying to talk to them and there's a squirrel outside right a squirrel right here squirrel. but if you if you direct it in the right place you can be really good at something. And so it really helped me through that puzzle and the amazing race and their producers and editors kept that bit in. And I love that because I do want to be a champion for all the great things that ADHD can do. The second episode is an example of all the bad things that ADHD does. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Like we'll, we'll talk through the race. They actually, there, there was a little less action in the race and we're going to explain to you why. 
but it starts with me falling on my butt. Yeah, so it, it was a very rainy day in London and actually Raquel fell as well, but their, their camera operator didn't catch, catch it. Can I just say, so it opens with me going like, oh, this is a, I should be in carpool right now. This is a race for the young. And then like, splat pen goes down it was a rainy day in london and we were running yeah and it hurt oh my god it I, hurt. the I streets just, of london are firm i think actually several people fell that day um dave our amazing photographer the crew we'll go on and on about them they were amazing yes he was like Ken fell any news okay he's like i've never caught a fall before i never caught a fall and we got into the cab and he's like look there's a little monitor yeah there's a little monitor on the side of the camera laughing so hard and but it was tough i have to say we got to a cab that they didn't show this part it was hard to find a cab we saw everybody because we started right behind them we saw them all exit the starting point the pit start to the left I was like, uh-uh, we're going this way. If we had kind of, we got a cab. We were one of the first people to get a cab because we went to the actual street. They they went somewhere else. I don't know where they got. But we got into a cab. We got caught in the worst traffic. We got out. They didn't show this. We got out and started running. Our cab driver was amazing. He guys, you got, he goes, you guys, this traffic is terrible. It's about a mile away. You, you know, you we he got us. Run. Yeah, he got us within a mile. He goes, just run. So we started running. It was what was it? Thirty minutes in the cab before that started. It was a long way it away, was, and it was, it was bad traffic. It was thirty minutes yeah. of bad traffic. He goes, just run. He the traffic led up. He got past the accident. He found us, caught up with us, picked us back up, picked us back up, yep. and. Because he felt bad. He felt bad. He's like, I, he's to like I told you to get out. So he found <laughs> us and drove us there yeah. and didn't charge us the, that for that extra oh fare. I totally forgot about that. I know. I, and, but, but he's such a good human. So people who are listening are probably like, why didn't they share that in the, in Too the many. show? There's 10, there's, there's, there's 10 people at this point who are on the race. And there's no way that anybody who's a contestant is going to get all of their moments. Right. I'm sure everyone who's watching is like, what about A, B, C, D, E, and F? It's it's a 40-minute show, and they have to cram it into like a tiny amount of time. So Okay, so we get to this mail station, and it's the first roadblock. We had decided our plan was that Penn would do the first roadblock because I'm an anxious mess, and again, a roadblock for people who don't know is something where just one person of the team does the task and there's one line. It's like, who wants to, who wants to sort for whatever who wants to get the mail, who wants to get the that's, mail, that's who what still it was. gets mail. Yeah. And so you have to, based on that one line, decide who's going to do it. We were for the most part, just going to alternate back and forth unless it was something that was exceptionally obvious that like, Oh, extreme height would be a benefit here. So he was going to do it first roadblocks on the amazing race are pretty challenging right and we we had watched every episode we're ready to like put puzzles together we're ready for this and Penn jumps in this little rail car it was little it was you looked like a clown yeah so as they showed me getting out of the cart and it was about a half of a second shot and everyone in our house my children my wife and then we were on a Zoom call with some friends. Just everyone immediately started laughing. And I'm like, why are you guys laughing? It, because I looked like a um, like a bear on a tricycle in the yeah. circus. It was this time. That, yeah, it, I, I guess when they used to use this thing, people were smaller. People were humans were smaller. Yeah. I will say in the clue. So he opened up the roadblock clue, and there was a name you were supposed to like. You thought you were looking for. There was yeah. a, there was a name and a zip code on 
the clue itself, and I wish I'd written it down. So it wasn't like get in the train and find a clue. Yeah. It was you, there was a, there was a name, and yeah. I should have asked the crew what what that was if yeah. somebody had it in their notes. But so Penn went in thinking he had to find a specific envelope. So that's why. Yeah, it goes let, in. Let me just tell you what I remember from the beginning. I remember getting in that cart. It, they didn't show how slow it was. Okay, like they they obviously did a speed up on the edit to show that it, that cart looked like it was running at about six or seven miles an hour. It ran. It was less than one mile an hour. It was the slowest cart I've ever been in, and it went into a very small hole. Like that's the reason why it exists. It's like a, there was nothing on any side of you when you went through whatever the granite was in the mountain to get to the mail. And uh, I was, I I got claustrophobic. They didn't show any of this. I was like, really, it it was a, it started with some tension. Got out, like I said, time is an an accordion on The Amazing Race. And it may have looked like we were there for five, 10, 15 minutes before we found the clue. We were there for 45 seconds when I found that first clue. That is why when you look at the the video, there's a, a shot of me as soon as I find the clue. And Lola is so funny. Lola's like, I make that face all the time. Like, wait, am I getting punked here? I just found a clue. It was slightly discolored. It, so it wasn't the It tradition. was not the yellow. It so, wasn't that. It was a black and white version of so this. So you've watched The Amazing Race. You've seen this clue, right? Yeah. That we, that right. we got off Amazon. We didn't take it at all. But here's what's going through my head. I found the clue. I'm like we've been watching this show forever. There's no way it's this easy. If I do it, I've got to get on this really slow cart and go all the way back. And if I got it wrong, it's a round trip and I have to go back. I was holding a clue in my hand. And the reason that I knew it was a clue was because it was a freaking clue. It's looked, it was a clue. It's always been a clue. We've watched 32 freaking seasons of this that each have 11 episodes. That's hundreds of maybe thousands of hours. And every time there's been a clue that was a clue, it was a clue. So like I, I, I should have gotten on the cart. I was sitting there with Ray. So Ray and I had become buddies by then. <laughs> Ray is the super hot dude. Who, he was on Love who, Island. He was on Love Island. Who, it's so funny. Like when we were trying to figure out who everybody was, we're like, okay, Akbar is with Oprah, the flight attendants, you know, they're, they're who they are. But Sam, you know, he's saved a guy, you know, saved a homeless kid. Spencer and Anthony foiled a terrorist plot. I'm like, Ray and Caro are so hot. They don't need to have done anything. They don't need to have done anything. I know. And by the way, they, everybody <laughs> on this season was so attractive. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing here? They, yeah, there's, uh, yeah. They were smoking, smoke shows, smoke um, shows, the two of them. That reminds me of something I want to talk about. What? And can I, am I allowed to go back? Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. My favorite part of the first episode. Yeah. Can we back up to that? Yeah. We got to the mat. We finished fourth. I don't remember him saying it, but as we're walking off the mat, Phil, the first oh, thing, Phil, yes. the first thing Phil says to us, and I love Phil. I love Phil. I will be talking all season about what a hard worker he is. He's not what we call a dentist host. That's what I call the host who shows up at the very, very, very end of production. You know, the dentist just shows up at the end of the Shows cleaning. up and he wraps your tongue in a towel and goes, okay, that'll be $15 billion. And then walks away and he's like, I got a tea time. Stick something down her throat. He, <laughs> sorry. He's, he's not content. a dentist host. He he's is hardworking. He's a hardworking. He edits the first like fine cut of everything. He's a big part of the production. He's always around. I don't know when he sleeps. I love Phil. He is not a dentist host. But as we're walking off the mat, they showed this in the show. And I would have forgotten unless he, unless we showed it. He goes, okay, guys. Well, good luck. Hey, you know what? 
make me proud. It's always young people who win this thing. Well, he said, he said, or like, what? he's like, kick ass out there because you can't let the young people have all the fun. Right. And I was like, yeah. oh. uh, well, I mean, we knew that we knew we were the old ones. We knew we were the old ones, but they don't have to tell us. They don't have to remind us. And so I, my phone melted with like all of my friends. Like, did that guy just call you old? And the answer is yes. yes he called us old. So it's sorry. fine. It's yeah. fine. Anyway. That was an important part of the first episode I know, that we I needed to talk believe, about. I can't believe we missed that. I'm sorry. No, thank you for so. Well, all right. So let's get back in, the, in me and Ray. And Ray and I were buddies because another thing they didn't show in the first episode was we, we found that art place together. As we were walking out, we had a quick chat about how to make like to confirm that they were doing the right thing and to make sure they were getting the puzzle right. So we had built a rapport with Ray and Caro. So when I was there with Ray, we were comfortable talking to each other. Ray pointed out that Anthony not only had the clue, but had a box in his hand that was in those like, so he brought back something just in case. I think he brought it back just in case he needed it. I don't think he brought it back to mess with us, but he was definitely holding a box. Ray pointed it out and we're both like, oh, so yeah. you need the clue and, and the address. Something else. So we proceeded to rifle through and I was like doing zip code equations in my head like an idiot for 30 minutes until the, the next group showed up, got the clue. And then I remember Sherry looking at me like, what are you doing? It's the clue, Pen. You know, know how that it's a clue because yeah, it's a clue. Okay, I know. And so I, they showed the interaction between Ray and Caro in the cab afterwards, and they were, it was tense, yeah. right? Uh, there is a YouTube extra. I want to brag about this. We're going to take some time on this. I, kn I know you're looking at the clock. I don't care. We're going to take, we're going to let this breathe. We're going to take some time on this because I was so pissed off that I had just cost us whatever lead we were going to have. And Kim was so cool. Now, the broadcast version shows me saying, oh my gosh, I messed this up. And Kim going, no, it's okay. Then they show Ray and Carol in the cab and they're really getting after each other, which I understand. That is something that happens when you're under that much stress. Part of our preparation was how we were going to talk to each other when we were struggling. Yeah. And when one of us had done something, you know, had made a mistake or overlooked something and we were just going to be kind and give each other grace because it's a race and tensions are high and we enter just believing that we were doing the very best we could. So I think we were very prepared for that moment, which was, and he was very upset with himself. And I was like, dude, we're fine. Yeah. And on the actual broadcast, it shows, hey, I'm really sorry. And you say, dude, we're fine. If you guys have a chance, I don't think we can put it on here. But if you have a chance, and if you're watching this on YouTube, go go to the Amazing Races channel. There's a two-minute clip called A Good Wife. It is the proper name of this clip. And it's it, you see me just from the minute I leave the train station to being in the cab to just lamenting and feeling so bad. Because it's the worst. It is the worst feeling in the world when you let somebody down. And when it happens with a bunch of cameras, because there were so many cameras filming me, y'all, when you start to mess up, all the oh, other cameras, yeah. they, they, like flies, they just start gravitating toward you. And on your side, they were doing it too, oh right? So on both sides, they're like, why is everyone filming I us? I know. And so there, there was like four <laughs> cameras in my face like, waiting and they didn't show yeah. me that, but it was like, what do you think is going on in there? I'm like, well, right. I, I, there was a very tiny hole in a very large husband. I was just <laughs> really worried. I will say it ended, that clip ended with me saying, you know, and this is true. One of my biggest fears walking into this race was that I would let my husband down. 
and let our team down and we go home because I did something. So not not that you let me down, that wasn't it, but it kind of took the pressure off that. That's very sweet so of you it, to and, say. And so in a way, <laughs> You're him, welcome. him doing that <laughs> helped me. That's, I mean, by him doing that, it helped me. Man, I, I just, I felt so bad and I, I'm so glad. I'm just really glad that they, they put that extra clip on YouTube because to me, that was one of the most important parts of the entire adventure that we had because that was the opportunity for you to say, I told you so, and I would have, like, I probably would have, if you had done that, I would have tried to defend myself. I would have felt cornered. It would have led to a fight. And instead, you just, you showed a lot of grace you know, and I think honestly, we can get through the rest of this episode pretty quickly because the most important thing that happened was you forgiving me for acting like a flipping idiot uh, but when I had a clue in my hand. So anybody who's watched The Amazing Race before and we've studied the show, tell me a simpler roadblock. So roadblocks There's are never been. I, t- tell me, one. tell like I'm, I was racking my brain of like, when has there been something where you just like reach your hand and not even yep. hidden and pull it out. So I think that's why this, this race is so mental because you're like, it can't be that easy. Yeah. So moving on and we are going to move on. We, and we can get through the rest of this pretty quickly. Well, I will say there's some stuff behind the scenes. So we get to the square, we get our clue and this is a detour and it was darts or decorate. We initially chose oh, yeah. darts. <laughs> we picked darts. We picked darts. And then the cab driver the cab, started talking to us and the cab driver yeah. talked us out of it. He's like, you could hit a bullseye. Like, cause you each had to hit a bullseye. Like, and I, and I was like, well, I've never actually hit a bullseye before. And he was like, so you think that now with the camera in your face, you are going to hit a bullseye. I'm like, all good points. Good point, sir. Now the sir, I, I do think that it's possible that he may be on a dark team because he was like, do you need the middle ring or the oh, outer and, ring? And I was like, oh, God, yeah, I don't like know. He, yeah, he definitely. Ha- and, and then we realized, oh, wait, everyone in uh, England is a baller dark thrower. Right. They are like that's that's their version of. So I will I will say um, we so we switched mid midway. Yeah. So we were already on the way to the darts. We're almost there. And we switched, had him take us to the decorate. So we didn't read the there's you get a clue. We didn't read it very carefully. So you get a clue. Yeah. And then which I got on Amazon. I didn't take this at all. Yeah. And then there's so there's the initial like head to this place. And then there's the more information like if you choose the decorate. We didn't read that part again. Our the number one thing we wrote on our notebooks was read the clue, read yeah. the clue, read the clue. Yeah. And it said you had to create a flag of the European Union. We didn't read that part, y'all. We just thought you had to make a flag. We had studied flags. I we had a flat for six months. We had flashcards when we were flying out. We before they you know before they checked us in. I had flashcards. I could name. We knew every, all the countries. We knew all the countries. It looks weird when they're made of blueberries and strawberries. Like they look weird, but. We didn't read that they had to be in the European Union. Yeah, we just tried to find the two easiest cakes. And and so Ray and Caro actually said, like, you're doing it wrong. And so oh, yeah. so they didn't show that. But then also to kind of repay that, Sherry and Akbar were doing the wrong cakes and we told them. So they, they did, didn't show a lot of the helping out. They didn't show a lot of the helping. I have to say we did see Raquel and Kayla making the, the Great Britain cake and I remember how I just said I was gonna help them. <laughs> 
because I do. Th- I want like I wanted to win, right? I want to win. But they were ahead. But but um, they were ahead, and I was like, Great Britain is, you know, because after we figured out like it had to be in your like in the European Union, right? I was like, mm, I, yeah. Brexit, y'all. It, so, isn't it weird how? And I, I I guarantee you, everyone else is this way. If you're ahead of somebody, you want to help them. If you're behind, you don't. You're very much less likely to if, help. Them. If we were ever ahead, we would take the opportunity to help. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why we look like such idiots. And let me say. Oh, here we go. Let me say. You, is this is drippage? The, the drippage. Yeah. Hashtag She's drippage. She's mad about drippage. So Ray and Caro, drip, although drip. they did they did help us. They yeah. did help us, so I forgive them. Not for them. It's not their fault. But this is why we didn't want to ever do a judged task because you had to decorate. I don't think we're doing a good job exchanging. We don't. We're not doing a good job explaining the challenges. So you had to decorate I, a cake of the of a flag and yeah. strawberries, blueberries. So our blueberries were dripping, and he made us go back and redo it. Ray and Caro had drippage, and they didn't have to go back. They helped us. It's fine. They're gorgeous people. Gorgeous people, you know, get away with things. I'm kidding. That it's fine. So in watching the dart thing, if I had realized how close you could be. We should have done darts. That's another example. Okay, so we had we were eager to watch this part of the show because people explained it to you, but you you have to see a challenge to really understand how easy or how difficult it was. I would have sucked at it, I'm sure. Dude, they, but I could how, have sucked at it for 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and we still would have been faster yeah. than doing the cake. Also, they were standing four feet from the dartboard. And I, the standard length is probably twice that length. Don't you, you throw feel darts. like they should have had to answer or do some sort of like flag trivia? Like if they had to, which also we would have been fine with, if they had to like pick flags of the European, like or hit a, uh, Europe, like hit a flag or aim for a flag in the European Union or something like that, you know, yeah. make it more apropos. But it was like, it, they look, were three feet away. Just like, I mean, quick news flash. It's not like when the race, uh, there, there are these people who strategically build the race and they practice it and the producers go out and they do their, they do a run through of it the day before. It's not like they necessarily want both of them to be equally hard. That's not always the case. Sometimes they make one that's easier, but it sounds harder on the detour. You know what I mean? On the list. So they want to trick you one way or the other. I think this one, they knew that that the dart one was going to be pretty doable. It's it's on us to pick the right one. Yeah. We just didn't. Th- no. This is the second straight day that we picked the harder one, and it was one that was judgment based for the second straight day. We told ourselves we were not going to do judgment based do- activities because it puts it in the hands of somebody else. And then we did the first two were judgment activities. We're idiots. So, yeah. uh, so by the way, let me be clear: the people who did the darts did it well. It would have taken me long. I would have been the last one out of there. I've never once in my life hit a bullseye. I don't think it was. I'm not saying it's simple to hit a bullseye. And if sitting on my couch, it looks so simple, but I know it's not. So you guys did great. But they also, and I don't know, I mean, is CBS going to cancel us here? It's on the internet. So I feel like I can say this. They cut out a task. So I think they cut it out because the the order didn't really change too much. We had to climb the orbit tower Mm -hmm. but the weather was so bad we were supposed to like slide down it but the weather was so bad we had to like just run up and run down to get a clue right so if you look up the orbit tower it is a tourist attraction in london it is the world's tallest biggest longest or something est slide it's not an it's not a water slide it's not an ice slide it's just a metal slide and you get in like a sack and you go down pretty fast and you go inside and outside and there's actually like a youtube video where you can see what it looks like it's a lot of fun Again, it was so 
foggy and wet for our own safety i think they decided that you just had to go up get a clue and go back down which doesn't sound exciting but a lot of stuff happened uh getting there and getting back yeah so we let our another thing we let our cab go when we got there yeah so we ran up and down we ran so much we very quickly um but the reason so Spencer and Anthony left in front of us, but we finished ahead of them by a couple places because we we were all like Spencer and Anthony. This, they didn't show any of this. Like they were trying to Sherry and Akbar were, were smart and they held their cab. So Spencer and Anthony were trying to pay off the cab driver like kick their stuff out. Let me take this cab. Let me take this cab. Um, and we, we were laughing about it because yeah. um, but we found a cab faster than or we we got into a cab faster at the same time. So it wasn't like a cab race like. We just got into... We hailed one faster. We hailed one faster. So we were able to finish right. ahead of them. So that's like the lead change happened there. It wasn't just like we left the cake thing and got a faster cab. Like we... Right. But, there was a challenge in there. But in the end, we were able to make a cake. We were able to get up and down a tower. We were able to get to the double-decker bus. And then we quickly found out that this was not really even a pit stop, that the race was going to continue. So... That's how the second episode ended. No one was eliminated. And I, here's the part where I really want to go behind the scenes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hope that C, I, CBS should be okay with this because they, pre, they previewed what was going on next. The next day, which will be next week, is when the world turned completely upside down. But as you know, they, it doesn't just happen like this. CBS was already trying to figure out what they were going to do and how they were going to get through this race, which has, when you count them all together, about 3,000 employees, Mm -hmm. whether they're in LA or around the world acting as extras. And they had to decide whether or not they're going to shut down production. As that was happening, the guy who runs the show, his name's Bertram, who's awesome. He's like everywhere. He's the most active executive producer I've ever seen, had already taken the advance crew to the Arctic Circle where they had planned, and this is their, their articles about this, they had planned like two or three legs in a row that were all going to be under the cover of night where there was no sunrise, which would have driven my wife Daddy. insane. But, and so they were having to make all of these decisions while still running the race where they were right now. They had found out a couple of weeks earlier that they weren't at all going to go to Asia. Which so, was upsetting because in our, pa- they give you, they take your passports from you and then yeah. they give them back at the start of the race and there was a visa stamp for Nepal. So I'm like, <sighs> baby, we're going to Nepal. Yeah. We're going and like. By the way, no way we should have gone to Asia no, so at that point. At, at so. that point. So I had asked the question before the race start, like coronavirus is right now in China. How concerned are you? And they and they said, I will tell you this, we're not going to go to Asia, right. which was disappointing because I, that's like, I wanted to go to Asia. I know it's famously hard on the amazing race, but like we signed up because we wanted to see it. And everybody was like, Oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. We watched the news. We were taking off on this race thinking this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> so we were talking to producers like, are you sure? We and they, be and doing they couldn't this? say anything. And they, so that's understandable. Um, they couldn't say anything. The next, the next leg, you'll see a full leg and then, you know, it is what it is. But right there, like w- when we were in London and when that episode ended, I just, I want to be a fly on the wall of the producers and the people who are running in the show. Cause they're having to tell this story of us running and making cakes and going up and down towers. They're, I think on the fly, having to create whole new adventures that weren't in Asia as this was going on. What do you think their text messages were saying like that day? That the 
old people, Kim and Penn, are worried about this thing called the coronavirus <laughs> because I would ask anybody. I was like, are you sure we should be doing this? We got a lot of questions last night on Twitter and on Instagram. And first of all, thank you for everybody who watched and supported us. And there was a lot of messages like, it's really hard to support you right now. And for the record, we came in fourth in the first leg. And after all that, after a really rough second day, we came in fifth. Top half. So How is that? I mean, we had. A, so I think that after a really hard, not great decision-making on anybody's part day, we came in fifth. So we felt good. Oh, I didn't feel good. No, but I, I think... But good, lucky to be alive. I think that yeah. we... I remember getting onto the... You're going to see... It was three legs in two and a half days. So it was a very tiresome, grueling first three legs. We kind of... We get into the next... We had a, we had a little bit of a sleep and it, they'll reveal where we were. I remember looking at Penn saying, we did the absolute best we could and we are just top half. I'm like, how? This is going to be hard. This is going to be way harder than I thought. Do you remember the, what I did that night? You wrote in your notebook. Yeah, I did. And this is not like me, y'all. I'm not a daily affirmations guy. I'm not Stuart Smalley. I don't look in the mirror and say I'm good enough. I'm smart enough and doggone it. People like me. I am a let's just let's just go. Uh, but after that day and after that moment inside the mail center, I wrote down three things in the book and it said, don't overthink it. Trust your gut. Start having fun. Right. Cause I didn't have much fun that second day and I like to have fun. I'm usually a fun guy, but I was not, I was having fun when the race was over and I knew we were winning, but I, I was not enjoying myself after and by winning. He means just not being eliminated. Uh, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. We yeah. like to me, those first two legs, it's, it was about not being eliminated. So, but I wrote that in my book and I looked at it before every single leg. Um, and I, I think overthinking is a r real problem in <laughs> both of our lives at some point or another mm -hmm. with, with what we struggle with. And then just trusting your gut is like, I think, I, I don't think we were trusting our gut very much those first couple of legs. Uh, so these questions we got, was it weird to watch now uh, nobody in masks? And I have to say it is weird now with the lens of COVID to see like you leaned in for a kiss for the queen. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, I kissed, I kissed a stranger. Yeah, I kissed a stranger. And so to see that, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we would never do that right now. And so through the lens of COVID, it looks so strange, but also like – I'm like, okay, guys, we're going to get back there. Like, we're going to do it. Were you limited on, on how many people you could talk to? I don't know if this was a talk to. And you can ask anybody you want for directions. You just have to stop and get it cleared. So that's why we were trying to minimize it. But no, we couldn't talk to our family. Somebody asked, how did seeing your ADHD featured so prominently make you feel? Good. I, the good and the bad. You've got to show both. Okay. So I'm glad, I'm glad they showed how it really helped me in the puzzle, but you've also got to show like, it, it is a struggle, right? Like we, I talk about how ADHD is a superpower and it can really help you focus on tasks, but it's also a weight that, that you carry with you that causes you to fixate on some of the wrong things sometimes. And that happened to me as well. Millions of us have it. And man, I'm so glad that they are willing to show the positive side of it. So that was nice. I also, at some point, want them to change the name. Yeah. I hate and the we, name ADHD. Sorry, go ahead. So what did you do after you finished the first leg? We went to a hotel room for a few hours and slept very little oh, and we, I freaked out. Will you talk about the fixing your hair thing? 
I see oh. it done. This is great. This so, is a great little So I was note. I was in the there's a clip of me in, in the first leg and I'm uh -huh. like fixing I'm pulling my hair back and I'm like, give me a kiss. And it was like like and I'm fixing my hair and there was some like, why would you stop and fix your hair and ask for a kiss in the middle? Because we had just left that first detour and I knew we were either, like Penn was saying, we were worst okay. case fifth. Yeah. Best case first, but oh, fifth. And uh, we had just run like many miles and we were figuring <laughs> out, we were still figuring out where we were going. So taking... 20 seconds to do that we felt okay about but it. I but I love that I love that note because it's something you said last night when we were watching you can kind of it's a fun little game you can kind of tell if we're doing all right or if there's no one anywhere near us we look like this probably mm -hmm. and if we don't know where we're gonna finish and we're not in first place and like we don't know where anybody else is that's the hair we're gonna look like this so here's some tweets somebody said i don't know how old kim and penn are but it's not like they're old man jerry and scout cloud lee out there yes thank you and then i think that was says, after phil called us basically yeah, called us old said no one tell kim and penn they didn't actually meet the queen there are people who think that we thought that was the real queen you guys um, somebody said, I'm enjoying the friendship between Kara and Ray and Kim and Penn. So am I. I love those guys. Uh, Ray, Ray is just a ray of sunshine and he's just handsome as crap. That's all I got. So, for uh, somebody was like dripping cakes don't count. And then, so, so people were texting about or tweeting about like the, the drippage, the drippage. So some people got passed with drippage. It's fine. Whatever. Penn won me over on this race comment. So there was a play on the Amazing Race Twitter feed where Penn says, he's like, you know how it's a clue? Because it's a clue. And somebody said, I mean, he did say he has severe ADHD, so that explains the overthinking. Yes. The good and the bad. The good and the bad. That's like, honestly, let's just, let's have an honest conversation about it. So our next leg, I think everybody knows where we went, but we're not going to say it because we don't want to get sued by CBS. But they did preview it as a self-drive. They also previewed that it's when the world stops. So I am really curious to see how they decide to tell this story. The Amazing Race is famous for having an aura of majesty and, and uh, idyllic kind of adventure, and they don't break the fourth wall down very much. And that's understandable. Most shows do not break that fourth wall down because you want to have th this feeling that this is th the production is not really happening, that the photographers aren't there. They're floating magically behind you. And they do a great job with it for the most part. But I think they've got to find some way to break down that fourth wall next week, right? Because it's it's never happened before. I um, We have talked to Bertram and Elise, the producers, about like, let us... I'm fascinated by the production and part of it. So one of the reasons I wanted to go on the race, I just wanted, as a production nerd, I wanted to see how it was produced. And I was like, let us produce your YouTube series on the <laughs> on just the planning that goes into it and just yeah. how you design the course and, and how you produce it and how they practice it. And I'm, I'm endlessly fascinated. I think it's more amazing than the race itself. I know, just to see together. all the and it's yeah. fascinating to, to have a glimpse of it if this youtube thing doesn't work out for us i think i'd apply for a job there because it's fascinating and to you'd me. stay in great shape if you're a photographer uh oh i could never be a photographer <laughs> or sound person i would also say that i i would try to watch this these first two episodes as a fan which was really hard so were the tasks hard enough physically i mean obviously we struggled with them so the answer is yes it was tough for me to look at this because i can be like oh okay that leg design was fine those tasks were okay like as a fan I'll, I'll get in their critique it was hard for me to sit watch myself and then critique that so i'm interested in people's feedback but the next leg is a self-drive and i will say 
it's a stick shift in a country where you're driving on the opposite side of the road. So opposite side of the road and stick shift. I think that episode could, this third leg could be two hours. They could have made that one two hours. Do you feel like they could have made last night shorter and then next week longer? Because I mean, just from what you remember, right? And, And this was just us, right? We had a crazy day on the one you're going to see next week. And then you hear from some of the other people about the day that they had. I, mean, I don't know how they're going to fit this into 40 minutes. Yeah. So it's going to be bonkers. The crew we were talking to at the end, they're like, this could be two hours. This could, I mean, this could be a two hour episode. Maybe they'll it's do not, that. No, it's not going to be. Okay. Um, but thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you are listening to us where you normally listen to your podcast, thank you so much. And throughout the season, we are going to have, other contestants you'll get to meet them we're gonna you know interview them as well right now cbs does not want us to do that until i understand i understand pandemic you're gonna figure out why let's put it that way but But, i do get it but thank you for watching and listening and if you have any questions hit us up yeah if you watch this whole thing on youtube i mean that's a long bravo yeah and 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 we're getting we're, these are from Ikea. I was going to bring we're that gonna, up. We're going to get pictures for Do you for like our, our new podcast set? It's clearly new. <laughs> because there's still like the, the Ikea What stickers. is it called? What's the? Is it's it like, like a flubel d- dinger? It's the ri- ribba. Hang on. Let me look at this up. Ribba? Uh, ribba? Oh, that's disappointing. Usually it has more consonants. Usually yeah. it's like a gin. Okay, guys. Uh, thanks for watching and listening and being here and supporting I us. I really hope this recorded. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> Just the video. The, the audio recorded for sure. But Would like, it be we, funny? Stop recording. Oh, recording stopped. Streets of London are firm. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.